Okay, we're gonna get into your business here a little bit and talk about this issue that missionaries tend to really struggle with, and you can see it there behind me. It's the issue of rest. Rest, my goodness sakes. Missionary families tend to work so hard and they tend to get involved in so much and they tend to expend themselves in this holy desire to give all that they have to be broken and spilled out and honor the Lord with absolutely everything that they've got. And there is this time and this place to work hard and to work without sleep and to work without food. And yet even in the life of Christ, we see that the Lord teaches us a little something different than this idea that that's the way it's always supposed to be. I heard it said recently that a person was talking about the way in which they love the fact that God does not chastise us for needing things that he created us to need. I want you to let that sink in for a minute. God doesn't chastise us for needing the things that he created us to need. If you consider the fact that when we're hungry and Jesus had compassion on the crowds because they'd been with him for three days, and he didn't want to send them away empty, and he didn't want to send them away hungry. He had compassion on them. He was not willing to send them away that way, and he wanted to give them food to eat. When the disciples had been going nonstop to the point where they didn't even have time to eat, Jesus pulled them away and said, come and rest a while. You have permission to rest. Do you recognize that, missionary, servant of the Lord, mom, dad? Do you have permission in your heart? Do you recognize that? Have you received that? Because I believe that the enemy really wants to convince us we don't. The enemy wants to convince us that somehow the idea of rest is ungodly and that it's beneath us. So I want to show you just a couple of truths about this from the Word. If you'll just go with me here a little bit into some ideas from Scripture, let's just take a look, okay? So the idea of rest in the Hebrew, when we look at the original uh, text here, we've got this Hebrew word, nosh, which means to be quiet or to rest. And it's used after hard work and from trouble, to rest from trouble, to rest in death, <laughs> and to rest from an onslaught of one's enemies. The word can also mean to set one's mind at rest as when a child receives the discipline of his parent. What an interesting concept that is. So let's look a little bit at a contrast statement here about this because it can feel like, yeah, okay, so am I supposed to do that on the calendar? Am I supposed to just like say, okay, we're going to do the Sabbath thing? Is that what you're saying, Rob, that every Saturday uh, are you putting us under law again? No, I'm not doing that. I want you to see the way that Jesus fulfilled this and showed us a better way. So I want you to note that, and this is from Vine's Expository Dictionary here, it should be noted that while Notch is used sometimes as a synonym for Shabbat, which is to cease or maybe to rest. Shabbat really is basically to cease from work, which may imply rest, but not necessarily so. The writer of Genesis 2-3 is not stressing rest from work. God wasn't weary. He doesn't get weary, but he did cease from work. He was ceasing in his labors, and he is commanding us to cease from that work as well. Part of the reason for the ceasing for Shabbat is that we would trust him for provision 
on the last day, that we would trust that he would have to provide. This is really exemplified in the way in which he provided the manna twofold for two days worth on that Friday for the children of Israel. And they shouldn't be trying to gather more. They should be gathering what they need, trusting God, learning faith along the way, ceasing from those labors. So there's a concept of ceasing from work and providing, letting God provide, trusting him. There's also a concept underlying in the scriptures, though, of a different idea of what it means to rest in the Lord, to rest in him, to rest our minds in him, to be still, to know that he's God. So therefore, just because your current work, just because you stop your current work, excuse me, does not mean that you're actively, what? Resting in mind. Resting is an active process. It's an active process. So I'm going to pull myself down here a little bit. So as a Christ follower, as well as a missionary, you got to discern when the Lord is saying to what? Cease from your labors. Trust in the Lord. Come away with me, as he says to the disciples. So that Hebrew word is great because you got to only do what really allows for that to take place. Now, what's interesting about this is that the Lord actually showed us how to go about that. He actually showed us what it means to let our minds be at rest, to let our bodies be at rest with Him. And notice, He did this in Mark chapter 6, verse 31, come away with Come away by yourselves to a remote place for a while. You got to get alone. Some of this can't be that you can't really rest your mind and your body and your ministry in the midst of the crowd of everybody. You got to get away sometimes. It's okay. You have permission to do that. Notice that you don't just go away by yourself, though. Matthew 11, 28 through 30 says, Come to me, who? All who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. So in other words, we don't have it in and of ourselves to make this happen in the way we need it the most. It comes from Him. When we seek Him, this is why the difference between isolation and solitude is so important for you to understand as a missionary. Isolation, Proverbs says, the one who isolates himself only seeks his own desire. But solitude with God, getting alone with Him, is important. And we can get so caught up in ministry and so caught up in everything that we have to do, everything that we feel is the pressure of all the needs on the field, pressure of what supporters expect from us back home, that we just get really ungodly in the idea of working this all out in our flesh, not really working this out in the spirit, not really trusting God to provide for us what's necessary for the work he called us to do. That's why it's so important that at Go Send Me Global that we're driven by obedience, not results. We're not results driven, we're obedience driven. Are you doing what the Holy Spirit said to do today? And if the Holy Spirit said to rest, would you obey? Because if you're not, you're disobeying. And we can't expect that God's going to produce the fruit that we're after if we're not doing what He's actually asked us to do. And that includes at times to rest. Notice he says in Psalms 127, verse 2, It is in vain that you rise up early and go to late rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father, right? So you got to recognize that he doesn't chastise you for needing the things that he created you to need. All those things are in balance. He also says in Proverbs, don't love sleep right? Don't be slothful. That's not what he's saying. So when we look at the scriptures and we let the word 
we let the Spirit guide us into these principles, we find beautiful balance. We find that He's giving us what we need for life and godliness. In Him, we move and breathe and have our being. We have all that we need that is necessary for life and godliness. In Him, it's all going back to Him. As He Himself said in Mark chapter 2, verses 27 and 28, Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. So are you letting Him be the Lord of your rest? Are you letting him take charge of that? Are you letting him lead you and guide you into those times and seasons? And if you're a leader, are you holding people accountable to that? Are you asking questions about whether or not they are getting appropriate rest? Are you leading your family that way? Are you pushing and pushing and pulling and pulling so that maybe they need rest? Are you providing that? Are you providing the rest of mind for your children, rest of mind and heart for your spouse? Are you creating an environment where in your home it's restful, where people can come away there in your family to rest? So many great ways that you can take some time to look through this and think through this. And this is part of what makes missionaries successful and keeps them from that dreaded burning out on the mission field. Oh, it sounds so glorious and holy to you know, burn out for Jesus on the mission field. We just don't have any examples of that in Scripture that are good. It's not His intent. So add rest to your list of doctrines that you live by because it's right out of His Word. It's something Jesus invites you to, even commands you to, and it's something Jesus will give you if you let Him. I hope this is helpful to you. I'm Rob Casey with Go Send Me Global. If you have any questions about this, want to talk further, email me at rcasey at gosendme.us.